Who Gets to Decide, a liberty-based podcast that brings a little piece of sanity to a confused society drowning in a culture of craziness. And here is your host, Seth Martin. All right, what's up everybody and welcome to another episode of Who Gets to Decide. This is Seth Martin, your host. Thank you for joining me this evening. Glad you're here and happy you're listening. Well, it's been a long time since we talked about COVID. And it seems to me, and I could be wrong about this, but it seems to me that there's truth leaking out that could blow the lid off of the entire COVID thing. And we haven't really talked about it since episode 276. But I wanted to play some, some uh, I think, significant news, significant talks by doctors and also by Senator Ron Johnson on Maria Bartiromo's show where this is these are pretty high profile people uh, calling balls and strikes officially. Up until now, if you wanted to really kind of get the truth about COVID, you had to go to Joe Rogan or to obscure places on the internet or you had to follow the frontline doctors like Pierre Corey and, oh gosh, I'm drawing a blank on them. Anyway, the frontline doctors, you had to follow people like RFK and, and see what he was saying about it. And now, like, like people are coming out, you know, on TV now and saying, you know, what, what I've been saying for a long time. In fact, I went back to look to see how many COVID episodes I've had on who gets to decide, and it's numerous. It's more than 20, uh, starting with episode 16. And I'm going to list all the episodes in the show notes page. And I, I you know, challenge you to go back and listen to them because, you know, I've often said on this program that it's not enough to be right. It's, it's You have to be right when it's important to be right. The timing of being right has to be, is critical. Uh, in the case of COVID, it, it means life and death. I mean, you'll hear this doctor talk about it in a minute, but the, uh, Dr. Paul Merrick, he's talking about now that the vaccinated uh, have much higher risk of hospitalization and death than the unvaccinated. But if you go back two years ago, you know that we were we were told just the opposite. And on this program, we spent a lot of time talking about the mechanism of the spike protein and how it biodistributes. And you'll hear you'll hear Paul Merrick, Dr. Paul Merrick, talk about this. Now, one of the things I want to point out is he references data outside the U.S. The U.S. data system around COVID is completely flawed. Okay, you cannot look at U.S. data other than the fact that we had more people supposedly die from COVID than I think any other country. Some of that was people dying with COVID, not from COVID and things like that. There was a lot of monkey business. But that's one of the reasons you can't look at U.S. data is it's completely, um, I mean, doctors were paid off, hospital systems were paid off. There was so much corruption around this whole pandemic that 
I, I don't know. It's possible that the entire public health establishment has just been destroyed or will be soon. Certainly as more and more of this information leaks out toward the mainstream part of the media, you are going to have massive numbers of people uh, becoming very, very skeptical. And, and that's a, in my mind, that's a good thing because people are way, way too trusting of government. I think one of the things that COVID showed us is that government is into way too many things. It makes way too many important decisions and it cannot be trusted, period. And I think that's one of the biggest lessons from COVID. You know, my family, for example, we, we didn't get vaccinated. And part of the reason we didn't is because, you know, I've been a libertarian. I've been skeptical of government for a long time. And I do my own research. And I know doing your own research was taboo during, the, during COVID. But I went and looked at how the vaccine worked myself. I read about it. I listened to all kinds of different opinions. I listened to people like Peter Hotez. I listened to people like Pierre Corey. I listened to people like Peter McCullough. Uh, I, I listened to Dr. Malone himself, who was involved in some of this technology in the early days. I listened to a guy named uh, Dr. Bridal out of Canada, who also was involved in this technology in the early days. And you cannot listen to, oh, I don't know, Don Lamont on CNN and trust what that guy says. First of all, that guy's an idiot, okay? And secondly, he's just a mouthpiece for the government. And a lot of these media people are. And you just can't trust them. And so I thought it was time to really have another episode on COVID and, and the response to COVID and, and just some of the news that's coming out right now on COVID. In fact, we're going to do probably a couple of shows here over the next couple of weeks because there's so much more information coming out and it's very, very damaging. I mean, I, I saw something today that Francis Collins and, and uh, Anthony Fauci may have gotten upwards of $300 million in royalty fees out of this COVID stuff. So that's going to be interesting as that unfolds. And three that's 300 million reasons to lie to every American and not really care how many people die from it. So I think it's going to get really interesting. I'm, I'm hoping, beyond hope really, that uh, numerous people are held accountable and that a whole lot of people are just discredited and undermined as a result of the, the truth that is eventually going to come out. The truth always comes out. And, uh, and it will come out on this too. Uh, it's just that if you've listened to Who Gets to Decide, you've been hearing about it a little quicker than everybody else. They've lied about everything in terms of the vaccine. We were told that when you get the shot in the arm, it stays in the arm. We now know that that's completely false. It distributes throughout the whole body. Uh, a recent study actually showed mRNA present in breast milk. So we know it goes throughout the whole body. So, so that, that was a lie. This is a big one because um, this, is, this is the reason, for example, that I didn't want to take the vaccine. And we talked about it on this show very, very early on. And it's the 
uh, Pfizer has its own study, uh, which is interesting because they did lie about this, but Pfizer actually did a study on this. And the only reason we know about it now is because the Japanese government leaked it onto the internet. But essentially what the study says is just what Dr. Paul Merrick said, is that the, the lipid nanoparticles do not stay in the injection site. They biodistribute, and they're found in dozens and dozens of organs, multiple dozens of organs in your body, from the liver to the kidneys to the ovaries if you're a woman, to the testes if you're a man, to the endocrine system, to the endothelia tissue, I mean, just everywhere in, in the human body. And the reason this is a big deal, okay, this is a huge deal. This is the biggest deal, okay? The reason it's a big deal is because the lipid nanoparticle, the purpose of that particle is was two purposes. One, to carry the mRNA message, okay? That's purpose number one. Purpose number two is it, it, it allows that particle to fuse with your cells at the cellular level. In other, word, it, it, in other words, it, that particle penetrates the cell wall, the individual cell wall. So that means liver cells, that means kidney cells, that means all kinds of cells, cells in your body. And once it does that, the little messenger RNA opens up like a little package and it creates spike protein on that cell. So effectively what you have is you've got your liver, kidneys, ovary cells, whatever the source of the cells are, whatever the core cells are, you've got those particular cells presenting spike protein to the human body. Well, what does that mean? Well, the spike protein is designed to elicit an immune response. So what that means is your own immune system is going to attack your liver, your kidneys, your ovaries. I mean, you don't you don't really have to be a doctor to understand these things. You just need to kind of pay attention. And I don't know how many months ago, it was at least a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago on this program that I explained that very process. And, and you're just now hearing about it in the mainstream media. So this is, this is what I was talking about earlier. It's not enough to tell the truth. It's not enough to tell the news, right? You have to tell things that you have to tell about things that are newsworthy at the time they're newsworthy. There there are millions of people that have taken these shots and and it's too late. They've already taken them. They've got spike protein on these organs or in their tissue somewhere or everywhere. I I don't even know. And they're potentially at risk of some sort of autoimmune disorder um, or just some sort of organ failure due to the immune system attacking their own organs. And this is, uh, this is very, I don't know, unethical, insidious. I mean, to do, let me put it this way. I hope that they're only doing it for money. That's my hope because if they're doing this to try to, you know, kill part of the population or to depopulate the earth to a large degree, that is very, very sinister. And I, I don't know, I, I'm not sure what you do with people like that, except drag them into the street and execute them. <laughs> I mean, 
you got to get rid of those kinds of people. And you certainly can't let them have power over things like the WHO, the WHO or the National Institutes of Health or the CDC or any, any kind of either that, or you just got to get rid of all these, these bodies, these, uh, health, uh, uh, public health bodies. We were told that it prevents transmission of the disease, which we know is not true. We were told it reduces the risk of hospitalization, which we now know is not true. And wait, wait a sec. This is the one thing I thought was true. The no. risk of hospitalization reduction. No? So if you actually look at the data now, almost all, so that they're, they're, it's part of the lie. So if you look at the national health system, you look at the data in Scotland, the double vaccinated, the triple vaccinated, and quadruple vaccinated, they had a higher risk of being hospitalized than the unvaccinated. So, I mean, this is truly astonishing that, that it actually, because of the effect on the immune system, and this is data from Israel, this is data from European countries, this is data from the UK. The more you get vaccinated, the greater your risk of getting COVID and being hospitalized for COVID. And I'm not making this up. So why isn't NBC, CBS, ABC, CNN, Fox News, why, why aren't all of these people playing this interview? Why isn't the AP reporting on it? Why isn't the New York Times the Washington Post, anybody reporting on this. We, we, have a, we have free speech in America, but we've got this, we've also got this manufactured consent kind of thing where these institutions are very close to government power and they kind of go along with what government wants to do or what the government narrative is. And this is extremely dangerous as evidenced by COVID. So Dr. Merrick talks about three of the big lies here. Two of them here he mentions in this latest clip. One is it prevents transmission. That's a lie. We know that's a lie. Everybody knows that's a lie because many, 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 many people got the COVID vaccine and then later got COVID. So it doesn't prevent the disease. It doesn't prevent transmission. These were all just lies. Uh, I guess to try to make people feel better about taking it or to try to manipulate them into taking it because you're not going to hurt your grandmother. You can go to Thanksgiving or you can go to Christmas and, and not worry about harming anybody in your family. You know, they guilted people. They made people, they manipulated people really. And this is the government. Okay. This is what the government does. I, you know, I know, some of you are probably tired of me harping on this, but the government breaks your leg and then offers you a crutch. We should never, ever allow government to have the amount of power it has. And I have no idea how we're going to strip this power away from government. You'll, you'll hear from Ron Johnson in a minute. He's in government and doesn't even know how to strip the power away from these people. So we've got big time problems, okay? And then the other thing is, and you can hear the reporter, well, well, hold on, are you telling me it doesn't reduce the risk of hospitalization? I thought that was the one thing that was true. No, eh, false. And anybody that, again, looked at what this vaccine was and how it worked, 
could probably figure that out. In other words, if you if you end up with some sort of autoimmune disorder, which by look, the very nature of autoimmune disease makes you a sickly person, okay? These people that have lupus and uh, various types of, you know, rheumatoid arthritis and all these things, that's their own body attacking them, okay? That's their own immune system attacking their joints in the, in the case of rheumatoid arthritis. And so these are very miserable kind of low-grade diseases, and it's a miserable experience. I don't know, man. You just cannot trust these people. They are blood-soaked monsters. They have incentives that we don't even understand, that don't even make sense. Like, you know, we've got to spray the atmosphere with chemicals, and we've got to depopulate part of the earth, and we've got to, you know, make sure people don't use energy. You know, I, I, I mean, it's just force. Everywhere you look, there's force. There's things that they don't like that require, well, not require, but they, the things that they don't like allow human beings to flourish, but they don't want us to flourish. They want to flourish. You know, John Kerry, he wants to flourish. He wants to fly around in his wife's jet and lecture you while you got, you can't drive a internal combustion engine car, but he doesn't want to curb his lifestyle at all. So these are people that are just trying to get the rest of us to believe in their religion okay it's a belief system there's no proof of any of this stuff in in fact look at what they did they they manufactured covid in china let it out on purpose or accidentally let it out or whatever i don't know it doesn't really matter at this point and we have what we have but we created it first why why would you create something like this why would you try to make some sort of virus more resilient, easier to spread. I mean, these, you know, we are engaged in bio warfare type development, but nobody wants to say that. Nobody, nobody will mention the 800 pound gorilla in the room and the U S government is doing that. Now, just anecdotally, just remember that we invaded about 20 countries over the last two decades uh, because there was a threat of weapons of mass destruction. And here we are fabricating weapons of mass destruction in places like China and Ukraine. And hell, even there's like a, there was a, a facility found in California last week even. I don't, I don't know a lot of the details on that, but uh, that's what I heard somewhere. So there's just a lot of craziness going on. There's way too much money running through the government. The printing presses are running so fast, uh, the bearings are smoking, the thing's about to overheat. Uh, it's just, you know, we gotta, we gotta get, we gotta get the law back in bounds and we gotta get into some sort of honest money system and all this stuff will end. All this crazy stuff will end. It's just not possible in an honest money system. And it's also not possible in like a natural law system. I mean, it's, it's just extraordinary to me that, uh, you know, the government was working with social media to amplify lies and suppress truth and has been doing so repeatedly. Why couldn't the American people know that, you know, there were other alternatives to treat COVID? Why, why can't the American people know that there were side effects with the vaccine? 
All right, so I switched to Maria Bartiromo, and I think this is on her Sunday Morning Futures show, and she's interviewing Ron Johnson, and she's asking, these are great questions. These are questions that should be answered by other so-called journalists, but these are great questions. Why, why can't this information, why couldn't it have been trusted and trusted with the American people? Why can't they make their own decisions? It's a free country after all. I mean, these, this is what she's asking, right? And so, look, the, I, I, we don't know the answer to that because every time we pull somebody in front of Congress, they lie, they obfuscate, they, they say, well, it's an ongoing investigation or this or that. They stonewall in some way or, or another. So there is no way to get to the bottom of these questions. And, and that's why there's so much speculation. Hell, I'm speculating it about it right here on this show. I'm telling you, I, look, it's either they want to kill us. Uh, you know, like I said, they're, they're trying to depopulate uh, the earth. They want to control us somehow. They want to rope us into a, you know, a national healthcare system, but that doesn't explain what they're doing with the rest of the world. So I, I don't know what the reason is, but certainly without somebody telling you what the reason is, you're left with these kind of cons- what they call conspiracy theories. But clearly Bill Gates doesn't seem to be up to any good. He's been on TED Talks talking about, you know, if we do a really good job with vaccines, we might be able to reduce the population by 15% or something like that. I mean, is that a slip of the tongue or is that just, is that him really sharing his thoughts and his beliefs? And, but I think these are great questions and, and, and Maria Bartiromo, what's going to happen is only people that want to speculate or answer those questions are going to come on her show. Dr. Fauci's not going to come on her show. You know, these other Dr. Hotez is not going to come on her show. Uh, Dr. Francis Collins is not going to come on her show. So the people that actually know the answers to these questions are never going to answer these questions. And there's no way to compel them. I, I, you know, except maybe uh, the government just, you know, somebody like Trump comes in, unredacts everything and releases everything uh, to the public. No more secrets. You know, no more redactions, no more it's under investigation. None of that shit. All that goes away, and there's just FOIA request until the cows come home so that we can see who did what and why and then start prosecuting these people. And in some cases, I think, you know, what they did is probably treasonous. I know that's, that's saying something that not a lot of other people are saying, but if you're trying to kill the American people... <laughs> Uh, and you're doing something this dangerous, or if you're you're breaking the law, let's say, uh, in, in, in studying viruses against the law in China and funding that, see, that all can be found out, but there's just no political will to go do it. But to me, if you're doing that, that's jail time. You know, you're breaking the law. Uh, and I think you could maybe even make a case that that's treasonous because you're doing it in a foreign country giving foreign it's giving aid to the enemy or whatever. So anyway, I just, I just think people need to, a, a healthy dose of reality and they're starting to get it. And it, it just feels like to me, the floodgates are about to open wide on this whole COVID thing. 
some heads are going to roll over this deal. This was all pre-planned by an elite group of people. That's what I'm talking about. Event 201 that occurred in late 2019, prior to the rest of us knowing about this pandemic. Again, yeah. you know, th this is very concerning in terms of what has happened, what is happening, uh, what continues to be planned for our loss of freedom. Um, mm -hmm. Again, it needs to be exposed, but unfortunately there, there are very few people, even in Congress, that are willing to take a look at this. Uh, they, they all push the vaccine. Uh, they don't want to you know, be, be made aware of the fact that the vaccines might have caused injuries, might have caused death. Uh, so Maria Bartiromo is interviewing Senator Ron Johnson. This is a sitting senator, okay? Very powerful man. Um, this is, this is uh, significant that he's saying this on national television. He's saying that some very powerful people that work in the shadows, very rich people, planned this whole thing. Okay. And he cites this event 201. Now event 201 happened like in September of 2019. And I remember somebody sent like a video snippet to me and it was about maybe June of 2020. So after the pandemic had kicked off and I was shocked, I was looking at this going, wow, the timing of this is really interesting. And you can go watch Event 201. In fact, I'll, uh, I'll put a link to it in the show notes page because it, 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 it's something else, right? It's Johns Hopkins, it's uh, the CDC, the NIH, and they, and they go through this, uh, it's like a mock uh, response to the pandemic. And they discuss things like anti-vaxxers and vaccine hesitancy is what they call it, I think, in Event 201. But they discuss all these things that they discussed during the pandemic and the response to COVID. And it's really interesting that it, that it happened so few months. I mean, what, less than five months before the pandemic actually kicked off. And a lot of people are saying that the pandemic may have kicked off in 2019, around November. So it could have just been a couple of months before, which kind of indicates that maybe this they did spring this thing intentionally. I don't know. But I would love to get to the bottom of it. I hope it, I hope it harms the credibility of the government dramatically. I, I'm kind of hoping beyond hope. I, I don't know that that's really possible. There's so many people that are just not paying attention or don't believe. Like even if you bring it to their attention, they're like, oh, that sounds kind of crazy. And eh, they, they're just, they, it's almost like people cannot get their head around the fact that the government might, might be wanting to harm us, might be wanting to, maybe really all they're trying to do is move the needle on life expectancy from, you know, 77 down to 68 or something. But, you know, that's evil. That's wrong. That's not what the government is supposed to be doing. That's not in our constitution. That's not in any constitution anywhere. I mean, governments are instituted among men to protect liberty and, and, and freedom and property. I mean, that's the reason we have them. If they're not doing that, then why even have them? Let's just have anarchy. Let's set up, um, groups uh, among ourselves, communities, and let's deal with one another voluntarily 
and let's get rid of government. I mean, if the government's not going to protect us, and they're clearly not doing that. I mean, you see people every day on Twitter getting stabbed and beat up and shot. and uh, I mean, just all kinds of crazy violence is going on, and the government's not doing anything. In fact, they're arresting these people and letting, letting them out the very next day. So government is really not doing what it's supposed to be doing. And something like COVID, I think, uh, or the response to COVID, if it can all come out, will really harm uh, the government's argument for why we need them. To me, it just looks like they spend uh, piles and piles of money and waste it on stupid stuff. And uh, it doesn't make my life any better. It doesn't make your life any better. It, it, It caused wars, invade countries, try to control every little thing around the globe. I mean, it's just, this is what government is to me. And so I I hope this pandemic or the response to this pandemic really, really severely harms the credibility of government. You know, so so many people just simply don't want to admit they were wrong and they're going to do everything they can to make sure that they're not proven wrong. We're we're up against a very powerful group of people here, Maria. But unfortunately, you say, what can we do? Well, you know, we do have reporters like yourself, like John Solomon, other people that have the the courage to report the truth against the mainstream media and against the narrative. But that's the only way this is going to be solved is we need the truth to be exposed. We need more Americans to listen to the truth, to be exposed to the truth, to pull their heads out of the sand, quite honestly, open up their eyes and understand what is happening in this country. We are going down a very dangerous path but as a path is being laid out and planned by an elite group of people that want to take total control over our lives. And that's what they're doing bit by bit. They do it by increasing ma- you know, massive government spending, increasing the size of government, uh, take over of the WHO. These amendments that are coming up uh, that are going to be voted on in 2024 on the WHO are frightening, and they, they really risk taking away all of our sovereignty. Uh, people have to awake, awaken to the dangers of the moment. He says truth there about five times. And if you've been listening to this program, you know, when we talked about free speech, you know that uh, we were discussing truth is is a discovery process, right? It's a it's a it's a process of back and forth and debate and fact and counterfact and argument, counter argument. And then the truth emerges. If, If anything is obvious about the response to covid, it's that. We didn't have that. I mean, we had we had a manufactured truth uh, that was that was handed from on high down to the population. We know now that uh, the government, the FBI, I'm a bunch of three letter institutions, uh, spent a lot of time managing social media companies and people's posts and people's accounts and requesting that accounts be canceled and all kinds of crazy. I mean, these are massive violations of what we run around and say is our sacred document, our sacred founding document. And these, and they, and they just trampled all over it. I mean, if you, if you think that the constitution means anything anymore, you are really kidding yourself. I mean, that's the kind of, that's the kind of reality you're just not living in. I mean, you're living in some sort of alternate reality, but Somehow we have to shake, shake the people out of whatever trance they're in and get them to open their eyes and see what is going on 
in this country because if it continues like this another 10 years, this country is not going to exist. And quite frankly, I would be okay with this country breaking up into about five different countries. I think that's fine. I think we'll all be freer because of it. Um, but I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't think the, I don't think the country could have another civil war. I don't think there's going to be a situation where, you know, the president invades some state in the South or the West or something like that because it wants to secede. I don't think that's possible anymore. I mean, anything's possible. I just don't think it's very probable, but yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of, uh, People that are just either too afraid to speak up or just watch CNN all day or Fox even. I mean, I know people that watch Fox that don't know the things I'm telling you about on this program. And if people don't get in touch with some of this truth pretty quickly, we're going to have big problems in this country. I mean, uh, we're going to have more COVID kind of responses and eventually it will come get us all. And I hope that that doesn't happen. I hope we can avoid that because I think that would be miserable. I think a lot of people would really suffer. And uh, certainly it wouldn't, it wouldn't be in line with uh, human flourishing, which is what we're all about on this program. All right. Well, that's the show. Um, I hope you enjoyed that. I hope that, I hope I convinced you that we need to take a hard line with these people and throw them in jail and get rid of them. Expel them from power. Uh, make it so that they can't uh, rule over us anymore, you know. At least discredit them to where nobody listens to them. But I think we're going to have to have more help from the mainstream media. I think Ron Johnson's right. I think uh, Maria Bartiromo's doing a great job, and a couple other people are doing a great job. But look, some of this alternative media is where you're going to get the truth. You're not going to get it on CNN. You're not going to get it on ABC, CBS, NBC. You're not even really going to get it on Fox. Okay, there's 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 a lot that Fox isn't talking about. You, I don't know. You're going to have to seek out shows like this show and uh, share shows like with this show. Uh, maybe spend a little time on Twitter. Maybe, maybe don't be so quick to judge something as a conspiracy theory. You know, a lot of what Alex Jones said over all the years has come true. Not not you know, not Sandy Hook and stuff like that, where he ultimately got in trouble. But there's a whole bunch of things that he reported on over the years that are in fact true now. And it just reminds me of the, of the COVID situation. So look, I hope you come back, come back and listen, uh, share the show, uh, write a review on your favorite podcatcher and uh, come back and listen. And we'll have uh, more conversations. We're going to talk more about this because I feel like there's something happening here There's more and more information coming out, and I want to be able to kind of report on it here and 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 talk about how significant this is. They've lied, they've lied, they've lied, they've lied about everything.